This is Paving the Way, a podcast for young women looking for encouragement and advice. Each episode will focus on real life for real women, where Beth and Tiff, a couple of women, were ready to speak to you honestly about our life struggles and our relationship with God. We hope by sharing our stories with you that we can help pave your way to Christ. Hey guys, it's Tiff, and last time we talked about hurt in the church and the different levels of hurt and a little bit of how to handle that hurt, but we didn't really go deep into how do we heal from that hurt, and so that's kind of what we're going to talk about this week and get uncomfortable if we need to, like talking about it. You, Um, me, uncomfortable? Uncomfortable. Oh, well, it's not like that doesn't ever happen. That's right. But last week we we mentioned a verse, and I think we should start off with that verse because it kind of helps understand what can happen if we don't heal and get over that hurt. So Ephesians 4, 26 through 27 tells us not to let the sun go down on our anger or give the devil any such foothold or opportunity. And that's where we left it last week, but there's a little bit more, which says, remember that the devil must have a foothold before he can get a stronghold. Do not help Satan torture you. Be quick to forgive. And if you go on to Ephesians 4, 32, says, and be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as God also forgave you in Christ. And I think that's really important Mm -hmm. because one of the things that we take for granted with the gift of Jesus Christ is that we are all unworthy of that gift. Mm -hmm. We are all unworthy of God giving his only son to die a brutal death for our sins. So when we talk about forgiveness, a lot of times you want to say, well, they have to earn it. They have to say, I'm sorry. They have to, you know, you want to put like stipulations, Yeah. yeah, conditions on it. And that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, forgive quickly, forgive unconditionally, love fully. And that's not an easy pill to swallow, especially when you're still struggling with that pain. Last episode, we did talk about like church corruption and things like that. And I think that stuff is major. And I think what it causes, you know, harm to you like over mm-hmm. and over and over again, and it puts you in a position where you are in danger or in, you know, in harm's way. That's not what we're talking about. Right. Like this is a totally different Um, This person hurt my feelings. This church isn't doing what I think they should be doing. Hurt that we're talking about and how to heal from that kind of hurt. Um, Because that other stuff is a whole different level of forgiving and moving on and dealing with it. Because sometimes we can't really do things about that level of hurt and different things that those major corporations or different things are doing. And I think one of the things that is really important to note here, and this is something that you have to think about from the eyes of a child. Now, I know that we minister to young women, but most of the women that we deal with are either almost out of the house or they are already on their own. Yeah. But in a for a child, when a when a law is broken with a child, whether that's sexual abuse or physical abuse, emotional abuse, it is a hundred times harder to rewrite history because everything around you is broken. Mm-hmm. You are broken, but everything around you is broken. No one is trustworthy. No one is... You have seen sin. Terrible, terrible sin. And especially when that comes from a place of trust, it's not only hard to heal, but to trust again, 
to move forward to to not have that just eat you alive. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where it definitely <clears throat> there's a difference of levels of hurt and where that hurt comes from. Um, but what we're talking about mostly is you know this person hurt my feelings. And, or maybe this church isn't doing what I think they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because those are two main reasons why people leave churches and walk away from God is when somebody in the church hurt them emotionally, mostly. We're not talking physically or anything like that, but just emotionally. Because right. um, that emotional damage can help us or you know, make us not trust that person anymore, not trust the church anymore. But I think the first one that we could talk about is this church isn't doing what I want them to be doing. Because I've I've been in situations where, well, maybe they're not doing enough or they're not doing this or they're not doing that. Or I think the pastor should do this. And I want to walk away from the church because I, that hurts my feelings. And I think the biggest thing that we can do to heal from that hurt is maybe put yourself in that pastor's position or that leadership position, or, you know, we can walk in high and mighty thinking that we would do it this way, but we have no idea the amount of pressure that the pastor's under or church leadership may be under. And maybe even sitting down with them and having a conversation as to, you know, why do you do things this way? Or, you know, here's a suggestion, or, you know, if you don't agree with something that they're doing, maybe coming to them with a a good idea or suggestion um, that can be done um, to help. Because, you know, as a body and as a church, you're there to carry a load together and you're not supposed to do it alone. And neither is the pastor, neither are church leaders and, you know, things of that nature. So it's really easy to be offended or hurt because things aren't going Tiffany's way or Beth's way or anybody else's way. I kind of think that's funny because I had to have a conversation with someone who's extremely close to me. Yeah. And they were starting to get involved in the church, doing something that they loved, but it wasn't done the way that they wanted it to be done. And I had to look them straight in the face and say, is this about you Mm -hmm. or is this about God? Because, and trust me, not an easy conversation to have. No, it's not. But church is not about you. And we go back, we define the difference between church and religion. If you are going to church and it is about anything other than God and your relationship with God and worshiping God, if you're worried about other people, if you're worried about how you're performing, if you're praising the right way, if you're, you know, if the pastor said the right thing or the wrong thing, you're not there. For the right reasons. Right. You're not there to glorify yourself. Exactly. Or even the pastor. It's about Christ and Christ alone. And I think if we can take the weight off of um, church leadership in that way or, you know, even ourselves. If I mean, we're leaders in the church. And, I mean, and there's been situations where I know that I've probably hurt people. And I want that forgiveness so much, you know, from other people when I've hurt those people. I mean, I, I, it's not a probably thing. I know I've hurt people. Um, but it's one of those things, too, in leadership. Like, if you're doing things and you're walking past somebody and they're trying to say hello and you don't realize you're trying to say hello or, you know, I mean, I do video, you know, Sunday mornings. And so I'm taking pictures. I'm working all three services. Like, Tiffany's brain is not the normal <laughs> Tiffany brain that you normally have. And so when somebody in passing tries to say hello like have some grace, you know, with leadership because they are like on pins and needles trying to make sure everything is working right. 
um, that things are going well, that all the needs are being met, that new people are being said hello to. And, you know, so I think if we can, again, look through grace glasses, then judgment, then I think that that hurt can be kind of at a minimum. I think the other problem with hurt is when you hear things that you don't want to hear. Yeah. I mean, in my first week of leadership, I was told a story by a student and I pointed out the flaws and she didn't like what I had to say. Yeah. But I don't feel that I was wrong, you know, and I might have come off a little harsh. Yeah. But that didn't mean that my message was not meant with love. You know, I want to see my students grow. I want to see my students become, you know, just cheerleaders for Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But if they tell me something and I don't agree with it, I can't, as a as a church leader, I cannot not tell them. I have to say something. Right. So if you're getting a message that you don't like, maybe the problem is you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a challenge to grow and it's a challenge to learn about, man, maybe there's a rough spot in me that I need to fix. And, and we don't like to be fixed. We like to come like this cookie cutter image, but we have a lot of work to do and mm-hmm. Christ is going to work on us until we see him in heaven. And that's where perfection is finally going to be met. And so whether that's through people or circumstances, situations, um, you know, even ourselves or, you know, coming up with something like I notice sometimes getting angry with my kids and it's, oh man, I need to work on that, you know? Um, and, and Christ uses those situations to heal us and for us to move forward and grow as people. Cause he wants us to be, he does want us to be in an excellent way to show who he is to other people. Like not perfect, but you know, we're people working on it, healing, moving forward with Christ and moving forward with others. Yeah, if you're not growing, you're wrong. Like, what are you doing? So I think this is a really great verse that just really defines that pretty well, which is Psalm 1830. God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is pure. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. And really, you know, God is a perfect person. And I mean, he's not a person. He's a perfect entity. Mm -hmm. And we are just not. And one of my favorite pastors, um, and he's passed away since. So I don't feel bad saying his name. It's Pastor David Wayne. Okay. Um, He used to tell me, and this is one of the things that really moved me to start working in ministry, was that even on your best day, you are not worthy to wash his feet. So, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're like, today's going to be a great day. It rocks. It rocks. You've prayed. You got down and, you know, really had a good prayer, a good conversation with Jesus. Your kids you, are like angels. Your kids like angels. are angels. You spoke truth and faith into them. You got them to school on time, which is a problem some days. It's a miracle in itself if it happens. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, your coffee was the perfect temperature. You... You know, spent all day slaving away either at your job or at home, making sure that everything that you did was in the image of Jesus. Guess what? You're still a sinner. Right. After all that. Now, that's enough to make some people just, okay, well, then I'm not going to bother. And Mm -hmm. I had that mentality for a while, too. Yeah, I I think every Christian does at some point. But, you know, if you had that 
perfect day, that is you being a light for the word of Christ. People can see you and say, oh man, how is, how is she so blessed? You know, her kids are so well behaved. She has it all put together. And let me tell you, she doesn't. (laughs) Right. But they look at you and they want to know how, and that's when you turn around and you say, Jesus. And that's, you know, and I would love to say that that's every single day is a perfect day like that, but it's not. And we're Mm -hmm. still, you know, talking about, you know, getting over hurt. So, and we've, we talked a little bit about like church leadership and them not doing what, what we want them to do. Um, but maybe we should also talk about, well, that person made me mad and I just, I want to leave the church and I'm just done with this place. Cause that one person, first of all, I wouldn't let one situation or one person again, unless you were like physically hurt in the situation or it was a major corruption situation, keep you from staying somewhere that God probably wants you to be. I mean, you were there in the first place. And, and, and it's easy to get our feelings hurt, especially when we get involved in a church and they do become like family and we get really close with people. And it does hurt when it's from home. I mean, we've talked about that. And it's easy to get caught up in, well, they, they I deserve to be treated better and I deserve this. Well, the truth is, my friend, that Jesus has already done everything for you like he doesn't have to do anything else for you but he chooses to and nobody owes us anything I mean they really don't I mean yes respect and all those things that humanity you know we long for and we should present but nobody really does owe you anything it's just a matter of how are we presenting Jesus in the situation and if somebody has hurt your feelings and you don't know what to do with that I think the first thing is asking yourself, like we talked about, you know, last time, like, am I overreacting? Am I, is this perceived hurt or is this real hurt? And going to the source of that hurt, I think nipping it in the butt, like, right on, you know? Well, and I think, too, is, you know, have a conversation with God. Yeah. You know, always talk to God, pray to God. And, you know, my husband actually has a verse that is one of his favorites. And I don't recall the actual one. He's probably listening right now and he's going to pop his head in and tell me. But the point of it is, is that now is the time for the sword. And how I perceive that is, you know, we were never meant to be happy on earth. Mm -hmm. We were never meant to not suffer. I mean, there was a time, Adam and Eve, we can talk about that all day long, biblically, the first sin, but earth is a place of damnation. Right. Earth is that place where we suffer, where we live in adversity every single day. And, you know, and there's many reasons for it. Um, Some of it is just other people and that's free will and sin. Sometimes it's our free will. Sometimes it's our sin. Sometimes it's other people. But, you know, it's also God. And God puts us in places of adversity to teach us, to test us, and ultimately to strengthen us. Mm-hmm. If you are not growing as a person, you are not becoming better. And we said that even in this very same podcast, not just a few minutes ago. But you must grow as a person and surrender yourself wholly to God to be able to just appreciate the gifts that he's given us that we don't deserve. That's right. Um, we really don't. We don't deserve anything. I mean, we didn't even deserve what Jesus did, but he did it anyway. And it's just, it's become more apparent to me 
because there are things in my life that I do want and I do pray for and I do long to happen. But at the end of the day, if he does nothing else for me but die on that cross, like he did enough. So what we're trying to say is that if, you know, you you have to overcome this hurt and really it's a process. It doesn't mean that you're not going to hurt for a while. I hate it. And that's a harsh word, but I really do. When you sit there and you think that God is going to instantaneously take away your pain. Right. And we can go back to the bleeding woman. She bled for 12 years. 12 years of being completely ostracized, feeling completely rejected, and yet she continued on in her faith. Mm -hmm. And when her time came, Jesus healed her. He didn't even see her when she touched his cloak. And it wasn't his cloak that saved her. Right. It was her faith. Um, so what can you do in those periods where it's still hurting, but you're you're trying to move forward? Well, I think I think for me, um, trying to move forward and all of that is is to really draw closer to God because I mean it's like the the Jesus church answer, but it really is because I think when we realize that you know, he is the perfect one and he does love us unconditionally. Um, he has that perfect relationship that we're looking for in other people. Um, then that's when true healing can really come. And then I think if we continue to pray, you know, if a situation isn't completely resolved, you know, God show me how to talk to this person, you know, God, let me know if this is still an issue. How can I be better towards this person? You know, if, if they're still hurting, if I still hurt them, you know, do I back off? He can be the gauge of how we should be in those right. situations and, and can I help think you. another thing that you need to do is that you need to be open and honest, mm-hmm. either whether you've healed from your hurt or you're still hurting. I think it's very important to share your experience about your hurt. And I know you've got some. I have some as well. Yeah. But if you just sit there and you're silent about it, first of all, you're not letting anyone get to know you. So you're a stranger to everyone around you and you know and you're letting it eat you up inside and not sharing it but sometimes just sharing that experience is healing mm-hmm. and you can also find people who are hurting as well who need healing and need to know that someone else feels what they feel that's so true and I think that the craziest thing is is that we always forget that Jesus was hurt and when we think about we hear Jesus and we think about the crucifixion and the horrible death that he died on the cross, but we don't, we don't really talk about the hurt that he dealt with prior to that. Not even in the garden when he prayed and like bled tears, but prior to that, when his disciples, some walked away, you know, he was spit on, he was mocked, he was called different names. He, you know, did all these different things. And even still on the cross, he said, God forgive them for they know not what they do. Yes. And so that was his mentality that I don't care who you are and how much you've hurt me. Like, I'm still going to go this extra mile for you. And if we're out, if we're trying to out serve one another, how Christ serves us and served us the way that he did, I think that not hurt would disappear, but I think that more grace would be given in the middle of our hurt. I think it's funny, too, because one of the healings that I was looking at was the healing of the soldier whose ear was cut off in the garden. Mm -hmm. Um, Peter rose to Jesus' defense and cut off this man's ear. And this is the man who's going to arrest Jesus, 
who's coming to bring him pain, suffering, misery. Jesus knows all this thing. He is God. But he, instead of saying, good job, Peter, thanks for defending me, he says, no, stay your hand and heals the man, re- replaces his ear. He had now has a new ear. Right. You know? Which is crazy because to me, if like somebody comes at you with like an axe or a torch mm-hmm. and they're going to arrest you, that's going to be the first thing. I'm going to come to your defense mm-hmm. and that's going to be the first thing that I do. But for you to tell me not to, I mean, that's just crazy. I can't imagine how Peter felt because one, I'm sure he was thinking, Jesus, I'm here to come at your defense and I love you and all this stuff. But he's also, once Jesus healed him, he's like, man, I really messed up, didn't I? You know, I mean, I think it was a mixture of emotions for him. I think one of the the verses that I think of when I think about forgiveness and just how great Jesus' compassion is, is this. Um, And it's Matthew 38 through 40. And you've heard that it was said, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek... Turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. Yeah. That's crazy powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it talks about not only facing your enemy, but I i don't know why I'm reminded of road rage. <laughs> but you sit well, there and we'll you're, have it, so. you're in traffic and somebody, some someone is on your tailgate and you know that if you break they're going to hit you Mm -hmm. and you're not doing anything wrong you're just trying to get from one place to another and they're either you know yelling at you or throwing up hand signals or just you know driving so aggressively and it's so easy to just want to slam on those brakes or you know flip them some hand signals back or say why are you doing this to me but you know if we look at Jesus we really should just pray for them and even think about, okay, well, I'm going to pull over. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull off the road. I'm going to get out of your way. Obviously, you have somewhere you need to go. Right. So most most time, hurt can be avoided, but it's our pride that gets in the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, the pride issue. Maybe we should talk about that. We should. Yeah. But I think... I don't know if this is done forever, this talking about hurt, because it's such a big thing. But I do think that we are going to focus on some things that are closer to our teenage girls. Right. Um, we asked for them to give us some topics, and there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked a little bit here and there, and we've touched on this, and we've touched on that. But I think we're really going to focus on some of the things that they want us to talk about. And among other things, we've got body image issues and how to be a Christian in a world such as this, how to share the message of Christ. Um, And I know another one was social anxiety. Oh yeah, social anxiety, social media. Um, It's just a lot of issues that girls, you know, teenagers are dealing with right now that we think, oh, it's not a big deal. But to them, it's such a big deal. I mean, we think when we were that age, everything was a big deal and nobody wanted to listen. So now we're going to listen and we're going to try to help these girls kind of get through some stuff. So if you're one of those people, join us next time on Paving the Way. To our listeners, thank you so much for your support. You can follow our podcasts and other ministries at pavingthewayministries.org. From there, you can connect with us directly, find all of our episodes and read more on our blog. Thanks again for joining us and we hope you'll be back with us next time.